This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, gut buckets. Time to wipe the crud from your eye sockets and bite the wind of another Wednesday. If you don't mind. I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy! Four, five, six. We begin with breaking news at 11 and a pursuit ending like no other. The pit maneuver we have seen many times, but it's what happened right after that was so unusual. The suspect had some maneuvers of his own. It turns out he got out of the car, puts on a little dance performance right in the middle of Laurel Canyon Boulevard. Oh, okay. Suspect doing some break dancing here in the middle of the roadway, and he is definitely playing games with officers now, putting on quite a show for the CHP helicopter, which has now arrived on scene as well. So you're not going to go to law school? What do you want to do then? I want to dance. And now. Hey, guys. Uh, podcast listener, and I wanted to talk it. Uh, you know what? I'll just go ask myself. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It is Wednesday morning, the 10th of April. So, how about that wind, huh? Windy enough for you? Jeez. Enough wind, you guys? Pretty windy. Sure is windy. Although I did hear a guy on the radio this morning being interviewed. He pulled into the driveway of his home. Mm-hmm. I think it was somewhere in the valley. And a home uh, is gone. What? Home was gone. The home was gone. I saw that too. No, no, you're thinking of Wizard of Oz. No. This is a guy who pulled into his driveway. Saw a lion, a tin man. uh... (laughs) No, no. They didn't say the tree fell down. They said a bunch of branches from the tree fell down, and one of them shattered his windshield and went right through his throat. No. Right through his throat. Weird. The the passenger's passenger's throat. The passenger's oh, seat. Throat. He oh, was right. alone Real in the car. Destination. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank God he was the only person in the car. He wasn't with his wife or his friends or his kids or anything like that. He's the only one His wife was having an affair with his friend. No, had a not with him. Look, it's just a yeah. story Both about the wind. inside the house while he's getting right. speared outside oh, the house. With the and she's getting speared inside the house. Yeah. Right? <laughs> what I'm saying is somebody escaped certain death there because the branch went right through the windshield into the passenger seat. And he's in the car. I mean, if, you know, it, it's a it's a foot difference, and that's him. You he know lost what I mean? his foot? No. <laughs> and then, and then they, I saw, and then I saw that, foot off. that yeah, other video weird. yesterday. Did you see that one of that car going down the road and a power pole just toppled on top of it and landed on top of a car while it was driving down the road? Cut it in half. No, it was didn't insane. cut it in half. Oh, I've never oh, seen God. anything like Blood that. Blood everywhere. Right? Nobody got hurt. Nobody got hurt. My point is it's windy. Mm. My point is there was a lot of wind. But at least in the bunker, alley, you were immune from all of that last night. No. No. I uh, I closed my windows early, around 3 p.m., mm-hmm. because it was getting super gusty. Right. Closed all my windows. Things were good. About 12, 12.10, mm-hmm. I woke up out of a dead sleep, 
too glass shattering. <gasps> and I'm like, what? So I'm terrified. Uh, I wake up the guy. No, that didn't happen. There was no one. Um, I walked out to my living room. My window, I have floor-to-ceiling windows that one had come unlatched, knocked over my all-season Christmas tree. Oh, now it's on. Now it's on. That has glass ornaments that I put up for Easter because, you know, I'm getting ready for the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. She's so sad and lonely. I really am. Uh, Knocked over all the stuff on a table. I guess it took it down with it. Oh, no. This is a colossal disaster. So I'm put on a pair of shoes, put on pants, and I've got a dustpan and brush, and I'm cleaning up glass. And what time is this again? It's a little after midnight. So this is is convenient for your schedule. No, and I haven't slept yet. Because then at that point, I'm just like, wow, this wind is, it's just loud. And it was just... Like, why didn't the latch stick and maybe did someone come in? Is someone in my house now? What happened? I mean, that's a valid thought. And why would why would it take out the all-season tree? Well, that's just disrespectful. It is. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. That's an affront to the baby Jesus. It and is. And apparently the Easter Bunny. And the Easter Bunny. <laughs> Both, it, was, yeah. it was a rough night. So just letting you know that uh, that will set the tone. All right. Today's going to be good. My yeah. portion of the show. How about you Valley Boys? How was, uh, how was the win for you? Uh, there was a lot. It was. That's all I got. A lot of tree branches. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no. It did you lose all... power? Because like 30 different communities lost power. A lot of people did. I did. Yeah, I did because I woke up with the uh, a warning that the internet was off. But it must have happened in the middle of the night because when I woke up, lights were fine, dudes. Oh, that's good. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, losing power is no fun. My yeah. all-seasons tree is just standing up. <laughs> just living, <laughs> living tall. Luck out. All right. Well, I hope uh, hope everybody's okay. And, uh, and that poor guy who got speared in his driveway. Right. I feel bad for him. God but bless. At least his wife's the, happy. Here's the story. I asked the guys uh, yesterday. I said, uh, I'm going to read a headline, and you guys tell me if you want the story or not. And they all said yes. Against my better judgment, I wasn't going to do it. Oh, but... you knew our answer when you asked it. Yeah, I haven't stopped thinking about just the headline. Holding in a fart means you might breathe it out your mouth. <laughs> now, this is... This is scientific? Yes, this is scientific. This is real. This is real, yes. Not the onion or something like that? No, okay. No, this is actually true. All right. Uh, Have you ever held in a fart to save face? Chances are, if you're honest, the answer to that question is yes. But what you're about to read might make you think twice the next time you feel that buildup of gas in your tummy. Because holding in a fart won't just leave you feeling uncomfortable. It could end up with you breathing the fart out of your mouth instead. Can I suggest that's just a burp at that point? Well, um, a burp wouldn't smell like a fart. I think that's that's yeah. where we're going, right? They're yeah, saying think... it's farty smell? Y- yes. Come on. This is according to Professor Claire Collins, a nutrition and dietics, uh, diet, diet, dietetics, dietetics? I what assume it's not dietetics. Me. No, it's Did not. Did we have to drop that? <laughs> no. <laughs> Expert at the University of Newcastle writing for the conversation, she said holding in trapped wind could cause abdominal distension with some gas reabsorbed into the circulation and exhaled in your breath. <laughs> Holding uh, on too... Oh, okay. no. Those that's are, that's too, wet. Oh. Those are wet. Holding on too long means the buildup of intestinal gas will eventually escape via an uncontrollable fart. So what's better? Uncontrollable? I, get... I love that. <laughs> you're in a meeting, you're like, I can do this. I can wait. Oh, no. Meanwhile, she also warned that it could lead to a condition called diverticulitis. Diverticulitis. Which is, all, which is bad, right? You don't want that. You my, do not want that. My dad has that if he eats uh, seeds or like any sort of small nut. 
That's when these small uh, pouches develop in the gut lining and become inflamed. Yeah. Farting is an entirely natural response to the body's digestion of food. Now, do you want, you'd rather have an uncontrollable butt fart than any kind of fart out of your mouth, though, right? Well, uncontrollable, yes, but not to the point where it's not a fart anymore, if you know what I'm saying. Of course, yes. You don't want to poo yourself. Can you shart? Like, you don't want to shart. Yeah, can you shart out your mouth? Oh, no. Why would you even put that out there? I mean, because it logically follows the story. Why would you say that? Damn it, Jensen. It's the next step. No, it isn't. Of course it is. You're disgusting. When it comes to researching farting, Professor Collins says it's hard to find willing volunteers, but one recent study found over a 24-hour period, the average person farts how many times? Over how long? 24 hours. 106? No. (laughs) That's just you, Jensen. We needed to talk to you about that. Shouldn't have said something. Uh... Three? All right. Three. I'd say uh, ten. Uh, I No jokes aside, I hope it's more than three. Uh, I'll, I'll say <laughs> 15. Uh, Kevin is close as it is eight. Really? It is eight. The research found that people farted more after a big meal and less at night. Uh, you, can also, uh, you can also create a fart just from swallowing air uh, or from carbon dioxide produced when stomach acid mixes with bicarbonate in the small intestine. So it's not always caused by food, I guess is what they're saying. Right. Uh, the smelliest farts were due to sulfur-containing gases, one study found. 16 healthy adults were fed pinto beans and lactulose, and the smell was evaluated by two judges. Oh. <laughs> Can you imagine that's your job as a judge of farts? <laughs> All right, oh, would, my God. Would the smelliest fart be A or B? That's what your whole day would be. Wow. Uh, the good news is that uh, in a follow-up experiment, the researchers found a charcoal-lined cushion helped quash the smell of the sulfur gases. You guys have seen the advertisements for those uh, those underwears that are supposed to be fart trappers, right? I have seen that, yeah. Yeah. It sounds like you should get them, Kevin. <laughs> I mean, I don't need them, but... Uh, pressurized cabins on airplanes mean you're more likely to pass flatus, it says. What's flatus? I assume that's the technical term for what's happening. Oh. Due to gas volume expanding at the lower cabin pressure compared to being on the ground. So that means you fart more on an airplane, which is terrible news that for recirculated yeah. air, right? That's my lower cabin pressure. So what should you do next time you're overcome by the urge to pass wind in a public place? Take yourself to the loo. Pass the hell out of it. But whether you make it there or not, Professor Collins says the best thing for your gut health is just to let it rip. And then so. say... I don't need to do... We don't need to check Barry there. <laughs> yeah, we do. But no farting out of the mouth, guys. Let's let's not do that. And not what I mean, Jensen said. Uh, yeah. I, I, oh, that's a nightmare. I'm oh. going to tell you, if I had a friend who could fart out his mouth... Right? <laughs> it would be Party Central, man. He'd be the hero. Oh, yeah. You guys having Jim come over? Yeah, we're going to make him <laughs> fart out his mouth. <laughs> he said that while um, peeing on a hooker. Okay, stop it already. He's a legend. <laughs> he practically invented rock and roll. I will not have you besmirch Chuck Berry. Oh, I'm sorry. He didn't say that? Uh, it's undetermined. Can you Maybe play it again just in case? Because mm, that sounds like... <laughs> Could be anybody on that tape. Sure. Of course. Let's talk about today's Kevin and Beach show, shall we? Oh, no, 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 no. This is some industrial-grade bullshit right here. I mean, it all goes up from here, though, right after that conversation. It has to. Uh, Petros Papadakis joins us to talk about what in God's name is happening with the Lakers. Well, the Lakers are in the best shape they've ever been. I understand things are smooth sailing and uh, couldn't look at the future couldn't look any brighter. That's because they're on vacation now. <laughs> Magic holds a press conference and doesn't tell Jeannie. Yeah. Quits that's, and doesn't tell Jeannie. That's some, that's some high school BS. Yeah, that's 
And it really didn't seem weak. like he even had a statement or anything prepared. Like, he was no, just no. winging it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who's the dick on the program today? We have uh, Zachary Levi. Yeah. Shazam himself. Big movie star. On the Love show. Him. We've got uh, <clears throat> a rap battle rehearsal. Yeah. Kevin, um, how much time you spent prepping last night? I went through it three times. Okay. You feeling good? Nope. <laughs> okay. I mean, it is his favorite song. How about you? Uh, I probably spent about an hour on it. Wow! And I might be worse than when I started. Oh. Because Excellent. basically what we're doing today is you're going to rap a Just rap existing song, song yeah, song. over yes. a karaoke beat. I'm That's very right. excited for this. Yes, and you'll and you'll judge and see what what kind of clay you have to mold into a competent rapper by April Foolish this time. Yeah, and I'm assuming this will be Shards Out the Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Most likely, yes. And also we've got your tickets for Foolishness as well, and that is coming up in the 6 o'clock hour. We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Allie. Bean. With all the sleep you got last night, I can't uh-huh. wait to hear your what's happening here on a Wednesday morning. Can I just say, though, uh, thank God that the air conditioning was fixed yesterday and apparently broken to the point where it is just freezing in here. I mean, Unable to turn the air down. So we're staying awake. I did hear the words come out of your mouth yesterday. I'd much rather be cold than hot. And I absolutely (laughs) would. I agree with that. However, I got a uh, message from the lovely Megan Holiday that does nights. And she's like, yeah, not sure what happened when he fixed it, but I now have a polar bear in here. Oh, no. You can't turn it like past 64. Has science advanced to the point where you can control the temperature in a room? No. Well, <laughs> no. No, it's, no. Yeah, it's the thermos. Soon? The can thermos. I give you guys the, the bright side of yeah. this, uh-huh. though? Yeah. yeah. Is that uh, it's now so cold that most of the cockroaches in the building are dying out. Mm. Good point. Good, Good point. point. They're icing up. He's, uh, he's not kidding. That cockroach that was yeah. in the office a couple mm-hmm. days ago was the size of a rat. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was the yeah. biggest cockroach I've ever seen. Yeah. We Mugs put it, put it on a leash and yeah. just took it for a walk. <laughs> <Yeah>. He did. <laughs> it's it's disturbing. It was the size of Chip. <laughs> it really was. Chip wrote it, actually, which was fun to watch. How long we, did you stay on? It was over six seconds, right? Oh, eight. I did eight. Yeah. yeah. A real rodeo. Awesome. We put yeah. the video of that up on the Kevin Bean uh, Instagram if you wanna if you wanna see the the cockroach. We're, if you wanna we're, get up first thing this morning and look at a cockroach, yeah, we're not we're not exaggerating. And by the way, how does a cockroach even get into the building up onto our floor? Probably the elevator. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Probably has nothing to do with the fact that the walls were seeping wet for a month. Oh, don't be ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. That was all good. I heard from the very beginning that that was safe. Yeah, yeah. before they even tested it. No problem. <laughs> And also, the cockroach had an employee badge on it. That was that was too much. He's doing drive homes over at uh, Coast. I mean, I, I think it's very odd. Now we've hired him. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Hard right. worker though. Yeah. Got to give him that. Yeah, uh, guys. Uh, Lori Laughlin and her husband. Yikes! What's canceled? What's the latest? Uh, they were indicted again um, yesterday for participating in the college admission scam. This time hit with new charges that have them facing up to 40 years in prison. What's going on? A federal grand jury in Boston handed down the indictment against the Full House star and her husband Massimo and 14 other parents on charges of, listen to this, conspiracy to commit mail fraud, wire fraud, Plus, the brand new charge of conspiracy to commit money laundering. Oh, a lot of hullabaloo. Yeah, that move comes a day after the feds announced that 13 other parents arrested in the scandal, including Felicity Huffman, had agreed to take plea deals. Don't trust Whitey. 
However, Laughlin and others refused the deals, resulting in the new charges. Wow. So that means so stupid. if her and her husband wanted to plea bargain now, instead of what would be two to two and a half years in prison, prosecutors would recommend a minimum of four to six years. Oh, and yeah, Huffman, the feds, the feds are putting the squeeze on him. Yeah. is essentially what's happening. And Huffman's plea could get her to serve as little as four months in prison. So I don't know if it's if they couldn't plea with how much they're in for because it was over almost like half a million dollars that mm-hmm. they were accused of. So they couldn't plea down to that point. But it also seems like everyone's kind of doing the right thing with the apology and the, oh, my God. Oh, yeah, but yeah. they have admitted nothing, and she's signing autographs outside of court. This, this is, is weird. I, I'm telling you, this is where you realize if it was a good person who did a bad thing or mm-hmm. a bad person who did a bad thing. Yeah. This is where the apology, I mean, that apology from Felicity Huffman was like a class in PR. Yeah. It was so good. Uh, Lori uh, Lori Laughlin hasn't even issued a statement yet. No, nothing. not a word no. on it. Forget, mm-hmm. forget uh, apologizing. Yeah, hasn't I, even acknowledged it. Hasn't acknowledged it. Maybe assign less autographs right. as you're walking into the grand jury. I well, just feel like they think they're gonna get away with this because they're gonna throw money at it. They're, she's not. Uh, she's not signing as many autographs as she could because she's taking some of her time to pose for selfies. Right. 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 With fans. It's gross. Yeah, that's a weird story. Yeah. She's she's going to jail, you guys. Yes, I think I think Lizzie Upman's going to do a couple months too. Oh yeah, she'll yeah. do like four to six yeah. years, no matter what. Four to six years seems like a lot for this scandal, doesn't it? I, listen, we're talking about people who put money into a college and or into a company and pretended it was charity. Yeah, right. This is not like a small crime. No, the I money laundering that, is but... massive. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, yeah. I'll miss Full House. Well, it was wasn't coming back. Anyway. I'll miss Full House. Okay. All right. It doesn't cease to exist. It's still... I'm going to miss Full House. Okay. Some birthdays for you. John Madden. Haley Joel Osment. Mandy Moore. Charlie Hunnam. Daisy Ridley. Q-Tip. Maren Morris. And David Harbour. And that's what's happening. The Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. The Kevin Lord. and Bean Afro Light is for you to call anytime, day or night. Leave us a voicemail message, please, at 323-520-AFRO. <laughs> what you talking about today? Bean, I'm angry. Don't go live with the queen. Don't go live with the queen, Bean. Aww. Oh, I, I wish. angry. I wish I could live with the queen. Uh, we played some highlights of Bean in the late 80s as Flash Phillips. Yes. Hey, Kevin and Bean. Just listening to uh, awesome... DJ called Black Phillips. And uh, I'd like to say I want to put my vote in to bring back the word spanking. Spanking. <laughs> Woo! That would be spanking. That would be spanking. <laughs> had a uh, listener uh, reach out on social media yesterday saying that, hey, Bean's leaving at the end of the year, right? you got to hire that Flash Phillips guy, <laughs> right? <laughs> have him replace him. We'd be fine. And none of us would have to talk either. Such mm-hmm. a yeah. fun reveal. <laughs> it would be exhausting. <laughs> Hello. My name is just Sal, um, podcast listener, and oh my gosh, Lady Boner for Bean, <gasps> speaking in Spanish, me gusta tanto, ay papi, mommy likey. When, um, when did daddy you, likey. When did you speak Spanish? I don't know, who cares? <laughs> I believe it was Kevin talking about... Oh, uh, it was me. Yeah, sin dientes. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, she's Boca, the... por favor. Mm-hmm. Oh, the wrong yes. must. She gave the wrong must. Wow, Bean, your coder's gone. Look, <laughs> he'll take it. Look, if somebody you wanted to have, if somebody wanted to have sex with you because she thought you were somebody else, you'd still do it. Okay, smart. Yeah, but yeah, that's definitely mm-hmm. not assault. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing: is that it doesn't matter if it's good or horrible. Mm-hmm. We get blamed for what each other says all that's the right. time. That's so if Bean right. will say something offensive. I get yelled at. I'll say something offensive. He'll get yelled at. People just... still scream at me. Why did you steal that car on St. Patrick's Day? <laughs> Why don't you put your grocery carts back? <laughs> uh, we were talking about taking pictures in front of TV and movie locations. Hey, guys. I work at Whittier High School, you know, where they did Back to the Future. Pretty cool. <laughs> All right. Okay. Doesn't sound like much of a burn, but okay. Podcast listener in Baltimore here. Uh, when I was in high school, I uh, was in Natchitoches, Louisiana, where Steel Magnolias was filmed. And we actually did the Steel Magnolias play. And we had our cast party at the house where the movie was filmed. And all the girls in the cast took turns running down the staircase screaming, Mama, Mama, it looks like a stuck pig bled all over my hand. Hey, Omar. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. Shout out sounds, sounds fun. <laughs> Afro listener. Nope. <laughs> the guy starts with Afro he listener and he realizes, you know what? I'm not an Afro listener. I'm a podcast listener. Afro listener. Nope. <laughs> so I'm a podcast listener. I recently listened to the episode where Kevin told everybody that he lets his grocery carts go wherever he wants them to go. By the way, I know that happened one time. Yeah, yeah. but all willy nilly. One time one you admitted time. to. Right after listening to that, I went to the store, came back until I got in my car to leave, heard a huge bang. Went outside, like Kevin, ran my car with a grocery cart. F*** you, Kevin. Oh. I don't know why it's mm. Kevin's fault. Yeah. <laughs> he says I was there with the cart and I ran it into his car. Okay. My birthday was about a week and a half ago. Hello, my name is Brian. And this message is for my main man, Kev Dog. Wanted to say happy birthday. I got my shorts on this. About to smoke some radion dirt. A beautiful no, tribute. Thanks. No better way to celebrate. Mm-hmm. Talking about nicknames and how they beca- how they uh, became about. What's up, party people? Calling today about the nicknames. So I was really skinny growing up, still am, but um, they called me Auschwitz, oh. like the Jewish internment camp. Yeah, it was not chill. That's uh, offensive. That's, that's that is rough. Not chill. He just said that's not chill. Yeah. yeah. That's it? That's as strong as you can come out against that one? Oh. Gain some weight, dude. Oh, I, oh. That hurts, they, right? They called me Auschwitz because I had a lot of gas. I didn't want to do that joke at all. <laughs> you were forced into it. Keep moving. Hey, guys. Long-time listener. Um, podcast uh, listener from North Carolina right now. Oh. Uh, heard you guys talking about nicknames. Uh, back in high school, uh, a bunch of my friends would do be nerdy and do LAN parties and stay up all night playing video games. And we would often eat not-so-great stuff like pizza and fast food. And I'm a bit like Allie. And uh, so, let's suffice it to say, I earned the name Dumpo Pants. Oh! Yeah, it spelled bad. But I embrace it, and I love it. Love you guys. Bye. Okay. Embrace it, and I love it. it. Oh. No, do not embrace Dumpo Pants. Move out of the state of North Carolina and never communicate with those people again. Oh, no. Dude, seriously, that Lady Gaga remix, Mugs, good work, my man. Good work. Right? Yeah. I, my past from laughing so hard. Lady Gaga! <laughs> 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 
He's he's amazing, you guys. Great. I don't think we say it enough. No. That is painful, is all I have to say. 323-520-AFRO, 24 hours a day. If you would like to go to Kevin and Bean's 11th annual April Foolishness, you're going to have to play a game. But call now, 1-800-520-1067. We'll give somebody tickets next. The Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock. I'm very excited for this contest, by the way. Somebody's going to win a pair of tickets to Kevin and Bean's 11th annual April. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Foolishness, April 26th at the Microsoft Theater. Tickets are on sale now, by the way. Uh, AXS.com if you want to buy them. And you can go to KROC.com if you want to enter to be the opening act. If you are a comedian, you'd like to open the show. All the information is at KROC.com. All right. If you love comedy and know comedians and their jokes, this game is for you. It's called Beer Mug Theater. Good morning, Kevin and Bean. It is I, Jonathan Beer Mug Cantrell. And today, I will be showcasing the greatest acting that this generation has ever seen. For I am the greatest thespian that ever roamed these halls. A little demonstration for you. You want me to do, let's say, Popeye. Well, then I would go, well, blow me down. So now, without further ado, it is time. For Beer Mug Theater. Good example. Yeah. Yeah. I'd also like to point out that these are not any of the comedians that are on this year's April Foolishness. No, that's right. Yeah, many of them are dead. Yes, Yes. there's a lot of older stuff. These are all famous comedians Beer Mug will impersonate by doing some of their most famous jokes. All you have to do is name the comedian and you go into the drawing to win the tickets to April Foolishness. Who's up first, please? Drew in Riverside. Good morning. Good morning. All right, listen up. What great comedian is Beer Mug doing here? If you ever had to use a toilet brush as a back scratcher, you might be a redneck. If you ever put AstroTurf in the back of your pickup, you might be a redneck. If your wife says she's game and you shoot her, you might be a redneck. Um, <laughs> uh, I think extra see, points if he doesn't uh, get it. Drew. <clears throat> Drew. Come, Come on, on, Drew. Drew. You might be a redneck. You might be. What, what? It's not Ron it's not White. You're correct. He's it's right. It's not Larry White. the Cable Guy, right? But we need who it's, it is. Drew, are you smarter than a fifth uh, grader? <laughs> oh, no. Goodness oh, true. True. Oh, uh, what if we were to say Jeff Foxworthy? That's the guy. Oh, <laughs> that is the guy. Your, hang up on yourself, Drew. <laughs> hang up on yourself. I'm waiting. Okay. I can't tell if you hung up. All right. That wasn't on you, Muggs. That was outstanding. Thank you. That was Thank you. Totally on Drew. Let's go to Manuel in uh, Montebello. Good morning. Good morning, party people. Morning. All right. Here we go, Manuel. You ready? Oh, yes. I'll tell you. 
I went through plenty. Why, the first time I hitchhiked, I got beat up. I used the wrong finger. That's the story of my life. No respect. Same thing with my wife. I made toast on her birthday to the best woman a man ever had. The waiter joined me. No respect, I tell you. Well done. <laughs> Pretty good. Nice. That is well done, and I can't think of his name. Oh, oh, no. I needed those two. Manuel. I know. I, I'm drawing a blank right now. Think about uh, going back to school and come up with an answer. Think about touching a ladybug. Think about Caddyshack. <laughs> that's, not, that's not a That was just telling him a movie. Oh. It's Rodney Dangerfield, <laughs> Manuel. Come it's on, Rodney Manuel. Dangerfield. Oh, no. Jesus. Look, we want to give away these yeah. tickets. We're not trying like, to keep them all for I ourselves. I feel like we're doing a good enough job. So oh, far. No, we're killing. Omar's, I mean, uh, Muggs is nailing it. Yeah. Let's go to Juan in Newport. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Mo, go. What's up, Juan? <laughs> you ready? You're not going to let me down, right? All right, no, let's do it. All right, here we go. Can we talk? Don't tell your kids had an easy birth or they won't respect you. For years, I used to wake up at my daughter and say, Melissa, you ripped me to shreds. Now go back to sleep. Damn, I want to say... Um... Did he play a bird in a lion movie? <laughs> what? Well, uh... it was it was more... of That was my female uh, voice, but... Oh, boy, mug hose. I know. Uh, me. That was, uh, what are we going to do? Yeah, I got to work on my Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers, right. Okay. The late, great Joan Rivers. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. I, mean, All right. I mean, we're not... Look, that was a lot of people in the drawing. Zero for three. Okay. That that may have been Muggles. Yeah, that might have been That that was a little on me. But Kevin from Thousand Oats is going to help us out here. Hey, Kevin. You can always count on a Kevin. Right? Sure. What's up, Kevin? You ready to do this? Kevin, what what? do you you think of the game so far? What do you think of your fellow competitors? I think it's pretty tough, so I can't blame them. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, hopefully you do better. Here we go. Here we go. And stewardesses show you how to use the seatbelt. Just in case you have not been in a car since 1965. Oh, you lift up the buckle? Oh, I was trying to break the metal apart. I thought that's how it works. (laughs) (laughs) Still worth it. What do you think there, Kevdog? I think we're going to go zero for four. What's the deal with Kevin? (laughs) Uh, One of the most famous comedians of all time ever, Jerry Seinfeld, is who we were looking for there. Jerry Seinfeld. We should have dropped a base on that. By the the way, just uh, as a note, if no one gets him, that's on us, isn't it? Well, the first two is on us. no one gets us. We'll see. (laughs) I mean, come on now. The next one has got a shot. The next one's got a shot. Here we go. Let's go to Jessica in uh, Santa Clarita. Good morning, Jessica. Good morning. All right, Jessica. I think we're in sudden death, guys. Okay. All right. I think if Jessica gets it, Jessica goes to April Foolishness with us. Good luck. Listen up. Here we go. Jack and Joe went up the hill, both with a buck and a quarter. Jack came down with 250. Oh! Little boy Blue, he needed the money. Oh! It's pretty good. (laughs) Jessica. Jessica. No. Name, uh, name the famous. I'm sure that's a great impression of the person, <laughs> uh-huh. but I literally have no idea who that okay. is. No, that would have been Andrew Dice Clay. This is getting rough. Okay, Thank Andrew you. Dice Clay all was right. the answer. Okay, sudden death. I still, mean, all we need is one winner. I feel like Mike's it's be got Mike. it. Mike, did you know any of them? Yes, I knew like four of them. There you go. Okay, all right. Agreed. Mike and Irvine. Here we go. Sudden death. You Here get we go. Right, Mike. You get the tickets. Here we go. You don't need gun control. You know what you need. 
We need some bullet control. Man, we need to control the bullets. That's right. I think all bullets should cost $5,000. $5,000 per bullet. You know why? Because if a bullet costs $5,000, there would be no more innocent bystanders. Okay. Oh, Jesus. No! No, 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 no. That's the wrong answer, oh, Mike. Try again. Uh, okay, Chris Rock. Yeah! yeah! You have won a pair of tickets to Kevin and Bean's 11th annual April Foolishness at the Microsoft Theater. Adam Ray, Felipe Esparza, Greg Fitzsimmons, Eddie F. Jamie Lee Ray Romano. Tickets on sale now at AXS.com. Thanks for playing Beer Mug Theater. And yet again, more proof that I am the greatest thespian that ever roamed these halls. That was Beer Mug Theater. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Sorry, we're out of time. Oh, Zachary oh, Levi's no, no, on the no, phone. No, 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 no. Oh. We are just Let's talk Shazam. No, no, no. What? Just starting the segment. Okay. Here's the uh, here's the deal, you guys. We already had a great show with great comedians lined up for April Foolishness. Tickets are on sale now, AXS.com. And then somehow, Jensen, Stupid Jensen. Stupid Jensen comes up with an idea. Hey, it would be funny if Kevin had been battle-wrapped like I do on my TBS show. Uh, drop the mic. Damn, son. Where'd you find this? And I get why you pitched it. I understand why you think it's funny. <laughs> right. But I, what I don't understand is how Kevin and I said yes. You know, I I think when you hear genius, you just go with it. Here's my thing. When he brought it up, I said that's so far outside our comfort zone, I have Mm -hmm. to say yes, because that's my policy. Yes. Thinking that Bean would be the responsible Mm -hmm. one and saying, no, that's ridiculous. I'm not going to do that. That way you'd look like a good guy team player and I'd be the dick. Right. And I assumed you'd still be the dick. I mean, you're pretty (laughs) consistent. So then you were like, okay. I was like, what? So it's now a we're wrapping. Terrible idea. Yeah. Now, now, Jensen, how many uh, how many non-rappers have you had to train for Drop the Mic? At this point, probably about eighty. Eighty. Oh, wow. Yeah, Gosh. about eighty non-rappers. Yeah. And have you had have you had anyone come through the doors there who has less evident talent than Kevin or B? Well, you mean in rapping or in life? Because in, in, in life, ra- no. In <laughs> rapping, yes. We yes, had, in rapping. Okay, in just we in had rapping. Gronkowski, the the foot, now retired football player, mm-hmm. he oh. came through and he couldn't. We we hit a point where we couldn't keep recording him being bad at rapping. Tape. So we <laughs> so we said let's do it over no beat. Oh, and he just really? acapella did it. <gasps> then we had. Uh, the guy who played Tyrese in uh, Walking Dead. Uh huh. He's very bad. Oh, no. He wrote okay. his own lyrics and, like, his disses. Like, we wrote real ones. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, there's snot in your nose. <laughs> you're, you're, you're wearing some diapers. I saw that. But it was oh, not. Oh, it, was, it was not good. It was crazy. Well, yeah. at least we're not at that point yet where we have yeah. to get into the details of the battle rapping. Because this is just, this is like day day one of American yeah. Idol just to see if we can sing, essentially, yeah. is what this is. This is training camp. You know, basically, we're out in Vero Beach or Arizona or wherever. Just taking in the sun, see where we're sitting start, as far okay. as, like, skill level. This is sort of for you more than anything Absolutely. to know what you're to dealing know where with. where we are. So right. I said, why don't you guys take hit songs that you guys love, rap songs that you would know, we'll play the beat, and you guys, I mean, it's just like when you're in the car listening to the radio. And we can sure. have the lyrics on, on paper, right? Exactly. Can read you'll, okay. you'll have that on the night of as well, so it's no different. And I figured we could start it off with a coin toss. 
Okay, so oh, who goes first or second? Yeah, who well, goes I'm, willing, first. Okay. I'm willing to let Kevin go first. I, I don't, oh, it, oh. We don't even have to cross What a yards. gentleman. We, we don't even have Does to. Does that mean he's super confident and he's going to kill me? Well, I don't know. Do you want to go first? I feel like he's I feel like he's giving you the worst end of this No, day. I don't mind going first. All right. But then if he follows me up and destroys me. Oh, that's not happening. Oh, you don't have to worry I'm about that. Trouble. Well, I, I, it sounds like I have a free coin. <laughs> if Kevin uh, doesn't so. mind going first, right. I would prefer to go second because that way I get my nerves out of the way through watching him. Wow. Okay, good. All right. What are you going to be performing for us, Kevin? I am going to be performing California Love. Oh, the all time to rain. His favorite rap song. All right, could we hear a little bit of that before we hear your version? Let me welcome everybody to the wild, wild west. A state that's untouchable like Elliot Ness. The track hits your eardrum like a slug to your chest. Right? It's a classic. So you heard Dre's version and you thought, I can can do that. Yeah, obviously. Of course. Yeah. That may be the song that I know the most. Yeah. Maybe. Listen, you do what you're confident with. Are we ready? Yeah. Yeah. All right, here we go. Gotta have this part. Now let me welcome everybody to the wild, wild west. A state that's untouchable like Elliot Ness. The track hits your eardrum like a slug to your chest. Pack a best for your Jimmy in the city of sex. We in that sunshine bait. We're a bomb-ass hemp beat. The state where you never find a dance floor empty. And pimp be on a mission for them greens. Lean, mean, money-making machine for the greens. I've been in the game for 10 years making rap tunes. Ever since Hadiz was wearing Sassoon, now it's 95 and they clock check me to watch me. Diamonds like, like I love Rob Liberace. It's all good. From the gate to the bank. Your city is the bomb. If your city make it pay. Oh, oh. Roll up a finger if you feel the same way. Kevin's putting it down for California. Yeah. 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 I wow. mean, <laughs> wow. If I could read, that would have been good. No, that, li- there were only a couple missed. Okay, guys. Yeah. Again, can I remind you that is the first yeah. practice. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, so I would say uh, this is all. True. This is the truth. This You're not the thinking in your head, oh, I have to tell you him something the, to encourage him. You would be in the top 80 percentile of people <gasps> I've worked with. Top 80? Yeah. 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 Because remember, he's not going to be going that fast right. at all. He's going to be going much slower. Mm-hmm. It just my only but concern. But it's going to be words that I, I was going to say. That's my only concern. My only concern yeah. is that it's not going to be a song he's heard over a million times. Okay. Um, I'm going to forfeit, uh, so that way <laughs> oh, I don't have to rap. No, you oh, have to boy. because Jensen, as a coach, needs to know. I need to know where mm-hmm. we're at. Okay. All right. Well, I have decided um, I'm not going quite as old school. Mm-hmm. I love. Cardi B. Yes. I mean, yes. I am yes. all in on Cardi yes. B. Jesus. And let's hear a little of the number I'm going to be doing for you. It's called I Like It. Now, I like dollars. I like diamonds. I like stunning. I like shining. I like million dollar deals. Where's my pen? Bitch, I'm signing. I like those Balenciagas. The, the ones that, that look like socks. I like going to the Tula. I put rocks all in my watch. Oh, I like sexes from my ass. I'd like to just say this. Yeah, I just like to say this. If this is good enough, uh-huh. let's just forget the rap and have him do I, this song. I mean, this oh, is, man. I can't believe he picked this. I can't either. I am filled with joy. Do I get points for level of difficulty? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes, you do. All right. Here we go. This is uh, me doing Cardi B. Now, I like dollars, I like diamonds, I like stunted, I like shining, I like million-dollar deals. Where's my pen? Bitch, I'm signing. I like those Balencias, the ones that look like socks. I like going to the jeweler. I put rocks all in my watch. I like texts from my exes when they want a second chance. I like proving people wrong. I do what they say I can. They call me Cardi Barty, banging body, spicy mommy, hot tamale, hotter than a Somali fur coat Ferrari. Hop out of the store. 
stew, jump into the coup, big dipper on top of the roof, flexing them bitches as hard as I can, eating halal, driving the lamb. Told that bitch I'm sorry, though. Got my coins like Mario. Yeah, they call me Cardi B. I run this ass like cardio. Wow. I mean, that was oh something. Oh, my God, I've wow. never been happier. Guys, we have a battle. There we have... is a battle. <laughs> okay, great. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock, K-R-O-Q. I got to tell you, um, wow. a few people have told us that that was good. It was great. I, but don't when mock. People... Please don't mock. Right, no. but when people say that, I go, oh, they're just having a laugh at us now. Yes, they no. are. No. It, it was it was astounding. It was great. I was, Shut no, up. I'm telling you, there I'm was not, not saying, one thing. It was it was astounding. No, I'm not saying I expected you guys to be horrible. I expected a lot of flubs. You exceeded my expectations yeah. a hundred. See, that's the beauty of keeping expectations really low. Yeah. That's the history of this show. Yes. Is low expectations. I would have forced people to pay thirty dollars just to hear that segment, <laughs> let alone come to April Foolishness. Well, the only reason we're still on the air is because of low expectations, you guys. All right, uh, battle rap. More details on that a little bit later Speaking on. of which, you can buy those tickets at AXS.com. Yeah, I mean, like. if that didn't sell it for you, I don't know what <laughs> will. Uh, I love all this uh, reflected glory, you guys, but uh, Zach Levi's on the phone from Shazam! Zach, good morning! What's up? <laughs> hey, Mr. Big Time Movie Star. I'm glad you're not forgetting the little people in hey, your life. Thank God you know my official title. <laughs> well, first of all, uh, congratulations, yeah. obviously, on Shazam. What what Thank happens? You. What happens when you make a movie like this, and hundreds and hundreds of people invest their you know their year and a half into it, and then it finally comes out, and it's a sensation, and it's it's number one at the box office. Do they just deliver new cars to your home, or is there some sort of a big party? What happens? <laughs> new new cars. I, uh, yes, as a matter of fact, I've got three Teslas sitting in my driveway, Sweet. Uh, all courtesy of, of all of the various studios. Um, man, it is so, like, honestly, what happens is I, uh, like, on a, on a daily basis, I have a moment where I just become, like, overwhelmed with emotion, and I start crying a little bit. Like, you know, you make these things in a vacuum. You have no idea. I mean, I, I certainly showed up to work every day and gave it my all and believed that I was making good choices and trusted in my cast and my crew and everybody was bringing their A-game, but you have no idea ultimately how it's only all going to, you know, come out in the wash. And for us to have created something that is genuinely bringing people like legitimate joy. Yeah. Like the, I mean, I, that's, I, I always got into this business for, I mean, that was the biggest reason I got into the business. When I, when I, when I was four years old and I first figured out that I could make someone laugh intentionally and that made them feel good, and that made me feel good. That I didn't ever want to stop doing that. And now I get to be a superhero, the titular character of a franchise for Warner Brothers, and that movie is all over the world doing that. It's making people laugh. It's making their hearts feel full and warm. It's making them walk out of the theater floating a foot above the ground, and little kids and sometimes adults shouting Shazam as they're leaving. Like, I, <laughs> it's so cool. It's like the greatest. I just feel so much gratitude. I'm just overcome with it. It's so cool. But, but to Zach, be honest, though, that's why we have you on. Kevin will not stop yelling Shazam. So what can we do about that? <laughs> <laughs> he thinks it works. He thinks it was a documentary, Zach. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, I think that's just somewhere in Kevin's faulty programming. You guys are going to have to work that out with Kevin. Yeah. I, I, you, uh, you know, you grew up, uh, uh, let's be honest, a nerd, a, a, a geek, right? Yeah. 
Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. And, and all the years that we've spent with you down at Comic-Con, we know your credentials run deep. And as a little kid, you probably <laughs> you probably worshipped superheroes. You probably dreamed of being a superhero. And you got a little bit of taste of that in that Thor Ragnarok movie. But this is, I mean, you, this is, you are the man. And I can't even imagine yeah. how much you must feel like a six-year-old at work when you're, do, when you're putting on a, a costume like this. Oh, but, I mean, that's honestly, I think, <laughs> the only reason I got the job was because... I have resisted growing up in plenty of areas of my life and remain this kind of, you know, large child. And uh, but I think in the good ways, in the fun ways, sure. I still <laughs> I still try to take on the responsibilities of life. But yeah, man, I mean, gr- this is all total wish fulfillment for me. When you got the role as Shazam, you had to first be excited, but then second go, you know what? I'm now the lead character in a comic book movie, superhero movie, and that crowd can be harsh at times you had to be a little bit worried about how they were going to accept it sure i mean there's parts of me that that ha- there was that in, in the back of my mind and you know knowing what this world but i to be perfectly honest man I, you know prior to getting the job i went through a very incredible restorative healing transformative time in just my own personal life and therefore on the heels of doing that i got this job and therefore i felt a lot of peace i felt like it was meant to be i felt like even though i couldn't totally even see it of myself like i i didn't think i was going to get the job i thought they were going to be looking for far more famous people or far more like huge jacked dudes than me i knew that <laughs> the role of i knew that the character of shazam has like a, essentially like it's bizarro version like it's dope, you know doppelganger named black adam who's you know uh they look identical they just have a slightly different color scheme essentially and i knew that the rock had already been attached to play black adam well if anybody came to me and said, hey, we're looking for The Rock's twin brother, you want to audition? <laughs> right, sure. I'm well, not going to do that. I'm not going to do that job. That makes one of us. I thought of Zachary <laughs> Levi immediately. Uh, Zachary, Immediately. I have a, well, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> Having a hit movie now with Dwayne Johnson, The Rock as executive producer, are you guys like pals? I've never met him. See, that's <laughs> no. crazy to me. What? Isn't that no. crazy? No, no. I know. Well, look, he's a very busy man. I don't begrudge the fact that I haven't met him. I, you know, as executive producers... You know, he's been an executive on this for a long time because yeah. originally the script was going to include both Black Adam and Shazam's origin stories. They realized in all that, that while trying to, to, to develop that, they realized that there wasn't enough time in the movie to do both origin stories. And The Rock had also become you know, a very famous person, yes. very, very famous person in those years. Uh, and, you know, The Rock was even cool enough to, you know, uh, give us uh, give give us and specifically me a shout out on his Instagram the other day, which was super cool. And, you know, I, Zach, I, uh, I, I'm not trying to brag. I'm not trying to brag. I don't want to rub it in, but we've met the rock. Yeah. Okay? All, all of us. <laughs> all of us <laughs> Every single rock. one of us have made right, zero we're dollars. Our, we're in our uh, final minute. Everybody's with the, met the rock. Okay, Zachary guys, Levi is on the phone. We're talking about Shazam in theaters. Now America's number one film. It is beloved already. Uh, I have to ask this question. And that is, especially when you brought up your part of the larger DC movie universe now, Will Shazam interact now? I mean, like in the next Wonder Woman movie, is it possible there'll be a Shazam? Are they going to start fitting them together like they do? Let me start with this is all well above my pay grade. Like, I have no idea what they're going to be doing as far as the greater universe is concerned, although Mm -hmm. I have every faith in my bosses at DC and New Line and Warner Brothers, truthfully. And I look forward to however that's going to play out. As far as Wonder Woman is concerned, Wonder Woman takes place in 1984, 
and Billy Batson is not even born at that point. So I don't think that Shazam, uh, and they've already shot the whole movie, so I don't think Shazam's going to make a video. <laughs> All right, that last that. part I can't uh, argue with. I, I think they could yeah, figure out a way to make the other thing work if they wanted to, but a good well, po- good point there, yes. It could not have happened to a nicer guy. We are not only delighted with the film, but we're so happy and proud of you, Zach. Congratulations on all your hard work, man. It really paid off on the screen, and we love that you took the time to come on the Kevin and Bean Show like you do. It genuinely means the world to me that you guys have believed in me for so many years and been so kind, and that I that you're proud of me makes me proud. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Best of luck to you, sir. Talk thank to you, you soon. Bye-bye. Bless you guys. Talk to you soon. This is the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Let's do a little, who's the dick? I like it. Here's the deal, you guys. Like uh, like many, uh, you know, we just had that uh, that viral video last week of that uh, that parking standoff in Koreatown. Right. A lot of us live in neighborhoods where you depend on street parking, mm-hmm. and I am one of those. I park on the street wherever I can, wherever I can find it. My neighbor, since I moved in, I've been living in New Orleans now for three years. My neighbor has a sign on the fence next to her house that says, "No parking. Do not block driveway. Tow zone." Okay? Okay. And she's got a sliding fence there that opens into her backyard. In other words, she doesn't have a driveway. What? She puts up a no parking, do not block driveway tow zone. And what I understood from when I first moved in is they did that because they had put in a petition with the city to allow a driveway. Because apparently you have to get some sort of a permission to put a driveway in. Right. right? So they put the sign up, but they don't have a driveway. So when I came home from grocery shopping the other day at the Fresh Market, I went ahead and parked in front of that sign Mm. in front of her house, okay? Just because you're a rule breaker and an outlaw? Well, I mean, that's what we'll get into when we find out who the dick is. So so I went ahead and parked there, and because I didn't have any place else to go, I left my car there. In other words, I didn't go out later and then move it to another spot when a spot opened up on my side of the street, okay? Right. So I, that was on Friday. I went out on Saturday, and I had a note under my windshield oh. from my neighbor. Uh-huh. It's never good news when no. there's a note nope. on your car. Ever, ever, ever. Hey, really great parking job. <laughs> Nothing yeah. like that. Love being your neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> Come over for a crawfish boil. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the way, this might be a good opportunity to interject and say, do you leave a note on a neighbor's car that you know, or do you 
seek them out in person. Do you, you know knock the person? on their door? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, we're not friends, but we're friendly. We see each other. We talk to each other. We pass each other. Walk on our dogs. And I stuff. would guess the note on the car is, "I'm not positive if we'll see each other when we need to, and I want to let you know at first. Oh, see, chance? I think I think it's the passive aggressive. I'd, passive -aggressive. I'd like to okay. hear what it says before I I rule. You're okay. a great neighbor, Bean. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. I truly understand and do not mind your temporary use of my oh, driveway God. for unloading your car and the like. I know how difficult it can be to park in the neighborhood. Please do not take advantage of my driveway mm. by leaving your car there for long periods of time. However, as it is unfair to me, now the no homeowner. Driveway. No driveway, right? Okay. It is unfair to me, the homeowner, when you leave your car there for over 24 hours. Please be courteous, and I will do the same best. Now, my initial response was, you can park in front of my house anytime you want, because I don't have a driveway either, so I don't have any claim to any real estate on this street. There was a, plus, there was a blue truck in front of your house. <laughs> it was doing some of the penny artwork. I wanted 40 bucks. So... I don't claim that the people I don't I don't put up a fake sign in front of my house so that people won't start park there right. just so I have a convenient parking space when right. I come home. I feel like that's what she did. I feel like the fact that she doesn't have a driveway doesn't give her the right to enforce no parking, do not block driveway Toza. Did she not have any place to park? Um I I mean she would have been in the same situation any of us would have but been it in would live it in the matter. She has no claim. That's, That's what, what I feel. There is no, you can't just make up things. Like, I like when people, when you're in like a mini mart and people put up just their own handwritten sign, cleaners parking only. You can't do that. <laughs> That's not real. That's I not mean, a real thing. I feel, I feel fairly confident that she's the dick in this case. Yes. I do, but I don't know. I mean, does she have any kind of a point at all? Uh, I don't, I don't. They're an indentation like is or is it just straight curb from there is there an indentation like there could be a driveway there um no i think it's I th well see it's here in new orleans most of the sidewalks are falling into the gulf good so okay, there's good. very good. little concrete left anywhere uh, I, I would say no, there is no indentation suggesting a driveway is coming anytime soon. Could you have parked in front of your own house? No. This okay. was the only this was the only parking space on the street. But there is a little gate there that would yes. lead to a driveway. Absolutely. So yeah. In other words, if she put she could put in a driveway and the gate opens wide enough for a car to go in, but she'd have to put a driveway in her backyard. But, I guess she could do it, but she hasn't. Listen, if but, she had a, a mansion, she would have built a mansion. It, this is all figured. He, she's making up the rules. This isn't real. Does anyone is know. anyone with she's me? She's making here? up false. Yes, yes, they're yes. not real things. She says this is my spot. You can't just do that. But if it's her property, but the street is her property. If, no, if the there's is not if a there's a, a driveway that could be there, but mm -hmm. it isn't. Who cares know. if it could be there? Okay, know. now now if we want to talk about just pure like uh, good neighbor stuff, mm -hmm. Bean, would you say that everyone sort of understands that their front spot is theirs? No, not at all. I think you park. See, especially since I live on a street that's, that's a like, bad read. like the people who live a block off Melrose or or a block yeah. off Ventura, mm -hmm. any one of those busy, busy streets mm -hmm. with lots of stores and restaurants. People always park in the neighborhood so they don't have to pay to park on the main street, right? Right. right. They always park. In, and that's what it's like at my house. OK, so you just grab a spot where you can find a spot. Have you ever seen anyone else park there except for her car? Yes. 
Oh, this oh. is, I mean, it, okay. it, 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 but nobody has left a up. car there for 24 hours, though. And that was her beef is like, look, I get it once in a while, but don't abuse. Could the you have gone out later in the night and found a spot in front of your house? Yes. When the blue truck moved. Okay. Okay. Again, that is just courtesy. And that, I mean, we can we can rule on courtesy if you like. But if we're going by law, I have I mean, had the same here's the thing because I know we're out of time. I, I, f- I felt like I I felt like I was in the right. But I also felt a little icky upsetting my neighbor because I don't want to start any kind of a neighbor feud. She's a nice lady. Neighbor. Neighbor feuds are the best, Bean. But I, I know you have them with neighbors on both sides of you, Kevin. But I, I, I'm curious why Allie is so uneasy to rule that I, that she's the dick. I just feel like if she has what looks like a driveway, mm-hmm. and I'm still not truly convinced that she doesn't have an indentation in the curb. Okay. If there's an indentation in the curb... Then she has a driveway. Does she ever she, park there? She can't. She, she can't she park can't. in mm-hmm. the driveway. She can only park where, like I parked, sideways. Why a, can't a, she a, park in the driveway if she opens that it's gate? Not a driveway. It's not a driveway. How it's not a driveway. Did, it's, what I'm saying is, I question that there's a curb there. So it, in fact, is a driveway. Not a driveway. So this is just straight. It's down a sidewalk. Indeed. Sidewalk, fence, backyard. That's what she's got. If she put in a driveway. She could open that fence and pull right in. Read the note again, done. because that might also reflect. What did she write in the note? Um, it's basically F you, Bean. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Well, I thought it was just uh, I'd rather you didn't or be nice or something. It sounded nice to me oh, when she wrote passive. the note. It's okay. Passive. She says it's unfair to me, the homeowner, when you leave your car there for over 24 hours. Please be courteous and I will do the same. So it sounds to me like she's trying to equate her parking in front of my house that I have no claim to with me parking in front of her house that she has no claim to. Time quote, to get a to, sign. Listen, to quote Stephen Mnuchin, it's time to hit the gravel. <laughs> we need to figure out who is the dick. Am I the dick? Okay. Yes or no? I don't think you're the dick, but I don't think she's the dick either. And I also think it might be a driveway. I think there's <laughs> no, 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 no. there. I really, I think Bean might be I'll wrong. take some more pictures for you today, Allie. She, is, you the feel better. she is the dick. That's it. So we're ruling? For me, at least. The neighbor is the dick. Thank you. I feel so vindicated. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. 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 Time for another uh, What's Happening, Allie McKay, and then we'll talk all things Lakers with our friend Petrus coming up right after eight. Well, yesterday I um, talked about how you can get tickets for Nipsey um, Hustle's memorial service that's Thursday at Staples Center. Tickets went quick. And, of course, you saw people trying to sell them, which is disgusting. And they're non-transferable, so you're not going to be able to even take a picture and send them to somebody. You're not going to be able to get in on somebody else's ticket, so don't even bother. But how are they going to check ID? If, like, if I get their their hard ticket in my hand when I show up at Staples Center? It's not. It was done on the AXS website. And here's what I found out about the AXS website. When you have tickets on there, Mm -hmm. it changes the bar code every 60 seconds. Oh, wow. Whoa. Yes. That's fancy. Just to make sure that you can't screen cap it and send it to somebody okay, else, well, then it's an outdated uh, one. That can change everything. That's the way they do it. That's great. That's yeah. wonderful. By the way. I would think that would change uh, scalpers, everything. That's the way they do it at the Galaxy Games. Always. Works. Like Always, it. yeah. Every 60 seconds. Well, because tickets went so fast, um, sources close to Nipsey Hussle told the media that since uh, tickets went so fast that they are going to do a very long funeral procession following the memorial service Thursday at Staples Center. They're going to do a 25.5 mile path. 
through oh South Jeez. LA and the neighborhoods that Hustle called home. So that's all happening um, Thursday, and that's before reaching the funeral home in the Crenshaw district. But the procession will pass by his marathon clothing store, of course, where he was gunned down on March 31st, just so enough people can line up on that route and pay their respects as well. Unreal. And uh, there are plans in place to rename the intersection of Slauson Avenue and Crenshaw Boulevard after him and call it Nipsey Hustle Square. So a lot of stuff in the works. You guys... It's a shame he wasn't around to see it. That's a sucky story. Mm -hmm. Sorry, guys. Sorry about that. Not your fault. Okay. Yeah. Um, can I interest you, Kevin? You're already out. I know it. But nope. New movie coming called Summer Loving. It's going to be a prequel to Grease. It's in the works right now at Paramount. Jensen, this might interest you. Go on. No. Big Fish writer John August attached to the story. Oh, I love real Big Fish. Right? No, Big Fish. The, <laughs> I'm, the I'm movie. Surprised, to be honest with you, though, like I don't think Grease will sound good with a horn section. No, it's not. It's not real Big Fish. But it's, they all have wallet chains. No. That makes sense. It's it's the movie no, Big, Big Fish. No, no, no. It's Tim Burton, Big Fish. Sell out. I no, don't okay. think. With Grease, oh, yeah. Oh, we, my God, no way. I agree with that guy. Mm-hmm. I don't think we want or need a Grease prequel. It's the story of how Danny and Sandy first got together before the, the original uh, film. No. Nope. It's the inspired old... by the popular Grease song, Summer Nights, where right. Danny and Sandy separately tell their nope. friends about the summer fling they had. Um, before they shared the events in the musical. Right, but the only mm-hmm. people alive who would remember that and care about that are too old to go to the movies. Oh! <gasps> really? Honestly. Wow. You're talking about a prequel to a movie from what, 1978? 1978. By the way, biggest box office hit of the year grossed 181 million bucks. That's in 1978. Yeah, that- great, great movie, great box office for more than 40 years ago. But I'm saying, well, who's the audience today for that? That equates to over 700 million in money today. Okay. Just I don't, I don't, I don't know. They no gotta way. Get young. No way. I don't, I don't know. This doesn't seem like a smart move. I agree. Okay. Agreed. Uh, what about this? You're sitting at the movies in Ipswich, England. You're getting ready to see Peppa Pig Festival of Fun. <gasps> Peppa Pig. And then. You see a preview for a movie called Brightburn. A superhero horror film shows a child wearing a mask, seemingly killing a bloodied woman. The trailer shows flashes of hanging bodies. As if that's not enough, sitting in that theater, again waiting for Peppa Pig Festival of Fun. That may have been a mistake. The next preview is a trailer for Ma. (laughs) (laughs) Sexual violence, blood, Bodies all over the screen and a scene of a teen being hit by a truck again before you see Peppa Pig Festival of Fun. And I say to you, I say to you, people of Ipswich, England, how would you react to something like this? Take it away, Bean. I don't think it's appropriate for my children to see that. (laughs) Getting better every day. (laughs) But is there an official statement from the Queen? <laughs> oh, it's not appropriate for people like that. Oh, an agreement. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, how would you calm down your kid that just wanted to see Peppa Pig? It's not real. Don't worry. It's just scary people. <laughs> <laughs> That's a terrible idea. Uh... Why do you keep doing this? What about a kid that's okay? Not that's enough. We got the story already. How would the kid react? <laughs> how would the kid react? Exactly. Oh, 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 
Mommy, I'm so scared. I don't know what's going on. Hold me. Hold me. You guys, you guys are me. literally searching for stories that take place in England so I can hear this. So good. Uh. Oh, God, you're a gift. You guys, it was it was a bad situation in Ipswich, England. Sorry, we're out of time. Oof. But what if they complained to one of the people that work at the theater? What would yeah, they have said? Like like mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I can't do anything for you. I just work here. <laughs> Such wow, anger. that was a wow. Nice. I didn't. I didn't make the trailers. I just sweep up and serve popcorn. <laughs> Beat it, kid. <laughs> and this guy thinks he's going to have a hard time getting a job, right? <laughs> Come on, he's got different voices. Okay, Bean, the kid, no, the kid no. now goes home but wakes up in the middle of the night, rushes into the parents' mm-hmm. room. What does the child say to the parents? Mommy, I've had the worst nightmare. It's so scary. Hold and me. And then what's the dad say? <laughs> Yeah, what does dad say? What does dad say to call him? Dad left four years ago for a pack of smokes and never came back. What would that sound like, though? (laughs) What would he say walking into the packy to get some smokes? (laughs) Love, I'm just running out for some smokes. I'll be right back. Fast forward two years, she realizes he's never coming back. What does the wife say? I don't think my husband's going to return. (laughs) I think I've kept dinner on the stew too long. This is quite a scene. Yeah! Oh, God, I love today so much. The kids love it. Woo! All right. We don't have some, uh, some birthdays for you. Haley Joel Osment, Mandy Moore, Charlie Hunnam, Daisy Ridley, Q-Tip, Maren Morris, David Harbour, and John Madden. John Madden. John Madden. No, not you, Kevin? Nope. And no one told me. We I'm put sorry. up a little note that says, Bean, we're out of Madden clips. <laughs> next uh, next that, hour, that we'll enjoy some okay. Where'd Coach that truck come from? What do you think John Madden would sound like if he was British? <laughs> and that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Uh, pre-game press conference for the Lakers' final game of the year, and I have bad news for you guys. The Lakers lost last what? night. What? Oh, I know. Man, right I, at the I, buzzer. I know. So sad to see that they lost. So the season is over. Uh, I don't think anyone was expecting this, certainly not the way it went down yesterday, but here's a little taste of the head of basketball operations, Magic Johnson, in the press conference. And then I got a great life. I was like, damn, I got a great life outside of this. What what, what am I doing? You know, I got a beautiful life. So I'm going to go back to that beautiful life. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, somebody's going to have to tell my boss because I know she's going to be sick, but I know I couldn't face her face-to-face and tell her, even though I was just with her yesterday. And, and uh, we had a, a three-hour meeting about the direction of this great organization. And uh, so today, Rachel, I'm free, my love. I was, did you re- Have you really not told Jeannie yet? <clears throat> no, I haven't. I couldn't. I couldn't, I couldn't stand and tell her. But the one thing that she had in me, somebody she could trust and loyal to her. And then I will be that as well. I've been talking to people walking here. We've been talking about next year, and I'm sitting there saying, I'm not going to be here. <laughs> I listen. Not wow. my problem. <laughs> wow. I didn't tell Jeannie because I 
couldn't, but she still loves and trusts me wholeheartedly and still will. Well, because, because of his loyalty. Clearly, you saw his loyalty on display yesterday That's, with the way uh, that he resigned. He made the Lakers look good. I'm now nervous this is how Bean's going to leave the show. That's <laughs> weird. <laughs> well, look, there were uh, there was only one name we had in mind of who we had to talk to. Oh, it's Laker hater Petros Papadegas? Uh And that was Bill Plachke from the LA Times, but he refused <laughs> nah. our request to come on. Too busy. <laughs> so here's the P for the Petros Buddy Radio Show, AM 570 LA Sports. Hi, Petros. How are you, man? Hey, what's poppin'? What do you mean, Laker hater? I I love everybody. I'm a lover of people, and (laughs) I do believe the Lakers to be one of the finest organizations in the history of sports, which is why last night was such a an embarrassment. It was why? so shabby. Why did it feel like we were all still in high school and that was just the wrong move and somebody should have said something and no one did? And what's happening over there? Well, I think when you see the way Magic Johnson handled the whole thing and kind of the benefit of the doubt that everybody's given Magic Johnson, I don't know, for the last 20 years, it's kind of telling as to why there has been so much dysfunction uh, in this new era of the Lakers when it was supposed to be the elimination of dysfunction. I mean, mm-hmm. Magic Johnson replaced uh, Jim Buss, who was painted in the media as a buffoon. Right. And uh, he doesn't look like that big of a buffoon. I don't think Jim Buss would ever done that. So uh, it was It was really, uh, it was, look, you guys know I was never a big proponent of, of Magic being in charge of the Lakers, and I'm not a proponent of the next Laker GM, Kobe Bryant. But I I have to say, it was really uncomfortable and sad, and I was sorry for Jeannie. I was sorry for him. I was sorry for Luke Walton and everybody involved because okay, it was, now, it was let bad. Okay, let me – we're going to go back to your, uh, your Kobe comment, but I have to ask. So uh, am I understanding you correctly saying that he wasn't the right man for the job in part because there was so much deference paid to him that people let him slide on too much stuff because he's the, perhaps the greatest Laker of all time? Well, I think what you saw last night was a pretty clear indication that Magic does not want to be criticized yeah. in yeah. his True. life after after basketball. My life Magic. before this was great. Why don't I go back to it? Yeah, he, he doesn't said. want legitimate criticism or observation. He wants to be celebrated, and he wants to be beloved by everybody. He should run and, for president then. That's how the, that right? job works. Yeah. No one well, hates you know, the president. By the way, that press conference had some Trumpian feel to it. It did. <laughs> And the uh, truth is, I mean, you guys have met Magic Johnson, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he is an electric, wonderful, giving, loving person. I mean, when you're in a room with Magic Johnson... He's bigger than matter. life. Yeah, he's blinding. What, yeah. What you've said about him, uh, you know, uh, what what if he smiles at you, he's got you. Yep. So, I mean, he's definitely... And he does wonderful things in the community every single day. That does not mesh with what it takes to run a modern uh, NBA franchise. Okay, but let's say that this is the right decision for him. He didn't enjoy being in that position. He wasn't doing a good job. He was taking a lot of criticism. Why not go ahead and talk to Jeannie about it? Like, the way he went about it was so odd. Yeah, what is he avoiding? I mean, he, uh, he beat I, HIV. Why can't he talk to Jeannie Buss in the face? I mean, it's crazy. I, he grabbed Jim Hill. Yes. He was very sympathetic and did a lot of nodding and speaking uh, kind of <laughs> off mic, like, oh, yeah, that's right, Magic. Oh, I understand. You know, I mean, there was a lot of that. And uh, I, I can't answer that. 
you know, for a guy that's supposed to be, and, and look, the guy owned the Transamerica building for a while. He owned Fat Burgers. You know, he's, he's been a wildly successful businessman for a guy that really knows how to handle his business. I mean, I hear commercials on the radio about buying the Magic Johnson business plan and knowing the next pass and going to these seminars where Magic speaks about business. Uh, this did not seem like a wise no. decision. But it, it does make sense, though, because this is a man that has never had to be held accountable for anything bad. So now that people are like, hey, you've made some bad decisions. Oh, you can't be tweeting like you're tweeting. It's a guy that finally was getting some repercussions for decisions he was making. Allie, he wants to tweet. He wants to tweet. He said <laughs> he wants, that in the press he conference. He wants to tweet. It's w- insane to but me. But I would say he, he did have a point when he said, if I tweet Russell Westbrook, what an amazing thing you did. That's not mm-hmm. what happened. That's what he said, yeah, though, in the press no, conference. That's how he wants to paint it. Had he done that, right. then it would have been, you know, bad because he's the president of the Lakers and blah, blah, blah. Um, how much of this P, this is our friend Petrus Papadakis from the Petrus Money Radio Show, talking about Magic Johnson's resignation yesterday as president of basketball operations. How much of this was the dispute between him and Jeannie over firing Coach Walton? I don't know. I mean, I don't know what was said in that three-hour meeting. We still don't know what's going to happen with Luke Walton. I know for a fact that Laker ownership was sympathetic to the position that they put Luke Walton in. Oh, it's impossible. Yeah, they put him in an impossible situation. And and we all know Luke Walton, and he's a great guy. And I feel bad for his position, too. And I don't think he deserves what he got, and he didn't deserve to be the scapegoat. So maybe Magic just scapegoated himself. Uh, I don't know. Whatever it is, it smells of dysfunction. And we thought this dysfunction was going to be over, but Brandon LeBron and his people didn't bring the playoffs or any any kind of uh, stability. And yeah. you hinted it, but is it Kobe Bryant next? I've also heard, you know, Lakers uh, fans praying that Jerry West leaves the Clippers when his contract's up. I mean, who takes the job? Well, uh, listen, Jerry West is an 80-year-old man. And Don't he wanted care. To cons- he wanted to consult, mm-hmm. you know. He wanted to consult with the Lakers, and they didn't want him. They hired Magic and Rob Palenka instead. Yeah. And, and now the Clippers are in a better position than the Lakers yeah. uh, as far as cap space and, less, and yeah. the rumors of who wants to play there and stuff yeah. like that. Palinka's got to step down, right? That's what it, I mean, that's what it seems like to me. He didn't get a great endorsement from Magic in that situation right. at all. All right, last question for me, Pete, because we're almost out of time. Does this help or hurt the ability for the Lakers to be an impressive destination for available basketball players in, in the summertime? Do they look at this as a good move because now the organization will somehow be more stable, or is it just more sign of dysfunction? i got to stay away from that. Well, I think it just, I mean, first of all, do you want to play with LeBron? I mean, LeBron gets all the credit if you win, and if you lose, you take all the blame. So uh, that has to factor in here as well. I know a lot of people I know a lot I mean, of people say that and it's probably true, but you could also win a championship and still although LeBron gets most of the praise, you won a championship. Yeah. That's something. Yeah, well the Kyrie Irving, I mean the Kyrie Irving, the Paul George, I mean all that stuff, it's not me saying it. It's the writing on the yeah. wall. Would you please be quiet, dear? I'm talking about the Lakers. <laughs> oh, By the way, your wife sounds really young. <laughs> yeah, she's three. <laughs> she kept me up all night, now she's messing with my yoga army guys. Put those back. I don't understand what's happening right now. All right. We're going to let uh, Petrus go deal with his family situation, and we'll be hearing much more about this topic this afternoon on AM570 LA Sports. Petros and Money from 3 till 7. Thanks, dude. We're on at 1 today at Legends in Long Beach. That's what oh. he meant.
Even better. Talk mm-hmm. to you then. Grand Bye-bye. Prix. <laughs> All right. Thank you, P. We got to go. <laughs> Bye. Bye. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, we got time for one more look at what's happening with LMK. You guys, tonight is a big night for the Clippers. They're going to be honoring retiring broadcaster Ralph Lawler. It's marking his final regular season game. Me Hi, this my. is Ralph Lawler of the Clippers. Bingo! You're yeah. with Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Uh, legend, first of all. Oh, He's my guy, yeah, man. Yeah, 40 Second of seasons. All, how many hours of your adult life have you spent in the company of Ralph Lawler on your television, Jensen? Jeez, oh, I mean, I genuinely don't remember a memory of watching a Clipper game without him. Yeah. No clue. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> what were you going to say? I was going to say... Mm-hmm. It has to suck to be a legend and an announcer and, and have all of those bad seasons. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was really rough. He sat through times. quite a lot of yes. garbage. Yes. Yeah. Uh, 40 seasons with the team, you guys. Insane. No big deal. There's going to be a logo honoring Lawler on the court tonight. Clippers players will wear a special shooting shirt thanking Lawler for all his years. And fans will be able to sign a giant thank you Ralph card at Staples Center. And the first 10,000 fans in attendance... Bobbleheads. Yep. I that's, mean, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's a good night. Question. Yeah. Well, see, this is very, that's debatable. Question. Does he get a statue? But I think the answer is no. Not because, next to a chick hern. I know. But, no offense. But, are there clipper statues at all? Oh, come on. What do you Okay, no. We don't even mm-hmm. have a jersey up. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, why wouldn't he get a I statue? I know, that's what Isn't I'm saying. Is he a Hall of Fame broadcaster? I think it's more about who's going where. Like, if, if the Lakers do leave, Lawler definitely deserves... I mean, he either does or he doesn't. I would suggest that he does, but far enough away from Chick Hearn. You mean like over in near reality. like urban plates? Yeah, like that's way, over, yeah, across like, the street. Yeah, over Where they LA put Live. that ice rink? Yeah, yeah, yeah across yeah, the street. Yeah. Yeah. Put it inside uh, the burger place. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just have to go in there, okay. order a burger, and see it. Yeah. <laughs> do you think he, a statue? Uh, do you think he needs a statue? Yeah, 40 years mm-hmm. with the same team? Sure, it's just that the Clippers don't have an ownership on the stadium in the same way that right. the Lakers do, so it's difficult. But... I don't know. I mean, I think eventually Chris Paul will have his jersey retired at the Clippers. You think so? Yeah, probably. He played long enough for the Clippers? Yeah, I, th- I mean, listen, when you have nothing, you got to own something. Yeah, but... So, yeah, right. that and Blake Griffin. We drafted Blake Griffin. Sh- sure. But I don't know. Whatever. It's a sad existence. But he's not going to want to... <laughs> okay. It's a sad existence. It is. I mean, you know, the guy's been with the team 40 years. If somebody deserves a statue from the Clippers, it's him. It's Rob Lawler. Lawler. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a sad existence. Just put it around the corner on uh, Figueroa. (laughs) Over at El Compadre. (laughs) Bean, are you saying he wouldn't want it there if they wind up not staying there? Type Uh, of thing? No, I was just saying, 
If the uh, Lakers no, move, we own we, the stadium more. We were talking about Blake Griffin, and I was hmm. just saying that oh. I think the Clippers will be so far in his rearview mirror after he wins a championship with what other team he's with yeah. that he won't care to be associated with the Clippers. I mean, anymore. he wouldn't even shake Balmer's hand, supposedly, this yeah. last trip. So. <laughs> he ran from it. Yeah. Which was awesome. Yikes. Lawler's Law. That's what he says when the uh, team scores 100. First team to 100. Wins. Always wins. It's Lawler's okay. Law. Are you in the running to replace Mr. Lawler? Bingo! Good enough. <laughs> Thanks. I'm so bored. <laughs> <laughs> now you know how it uh, feels to be a Clippers fan. <laughs> you guys, have you heard about this uh, Netflix eight-part docuseries called Our Planet? I watched a bit of it. I have not. Did you? Uh, well, it's by uh, David Attenborough. Attenborough, excuse me. Uh, released on Friday. It's uh, the purpose of documenting climate change around the world. And thank you, Netflix. Uh, one episode focuses on how dissipating ice levels in Russia have impacted the country's walrus population. Fake. So they show these walruses attempting to climb up a cliff near the ocean that used to be covered in ice. Mm-hmm. Several falling from the ledge to the ground below, either severely injured or dying Lame upon walruses. impact. It's awful. Oh, and yeah. people are losing their minds. They're saying they're traumatized. Why would you even show this? Well, it's one thing to hear about the polar bears who have no ice to walk on. Mm-hmm. It's another thing to actually see them stuck out there with nowhere to go. You know, it's, I mean, you put it in front of people on video and it's, it, it, it affects you. I'll tell you two things. Uh-huh. We sat down to watch it. Danielle and I got in front of it. I had to I had to Google is is our planet CGI? It is not. It looks CGI. It, it looks fake. Yes, yeah. It okay. looks fake. But it's you not. verified that it's not. I verified it's okay, not. Okay, good. Then the second part, we got 15 minutes and turned it off. Too sad. She was crying. I was crying. Too okay. sad. Yeah. yeah. First episode. Uh, well, some experts say that the walruses were actually escaping polar bears. But Netflix insists that their bio- biologists confirmed that the animals are being forced to gather on land because there is less ice available. It, it, sound, it sounds like a real bummer. Yeah, but we know what climate saying. change is fake. So Guys, when you're watching it, just realize that. I told you I read the, the book, the big book that's out on that right now, This Uninhabitable oh, Earth. Yeah, right. And I'm telling you, it is terrifying. Terrifying. People are, have got to wake up to what's really happening. I mean, we'll all be dead, but... Right. Your kids better learn to swim, Kevin, is what I'm saying. <laughs> this took a real turn. Did. I just want to talk about dead walruses. I'm going to just keep it a bean. <laughs> you guys, let's talk about uh, that Jeopardy contestant who uh, doesn't quite know how to smile yet, and he just looks like that emoji where it's just all teeth. Mm-hmm. Do you love him? Do you not love him? Because uh, the- you love Ken. Is that his name? Uh, I did Ken, like yes. Ken Jennings. Ken Jennings. Yeah, was but, very personal. Uh, listen, I'm and human and nice. If you want to talk favorites, uh, we'll talk Austin. Loved okay. him. Uh, I loved Alex Jacob. Alex Jacobs. He was wonderful. My favorite's the guy that told the story about the smashed pennies. Uh huh. Yes, he looked like a psycho. <laughs> I love Buzzy. I Buzzy's like. Mine, yeah. I like a, a personable kind of guy. Okay. Am I saying that James doesn't have much of personality? Yes. No. He oh. absolutely doesn't. But okay. here's the thing. Uh, not a lot of time for personality when you are nailing these categories. I don't, There's no time for him to be like, look at me, check me out. Because he's insane, you guys. He won the episode last night with a total of $110,914. What's the average that, of, a, of a, a winner of a night? A big night for someone yeah. is... 25,000. You're like, whoa, look at that game. That was great. But by the way, the previous record before last night, 
$77,000. That was won, the record. That was the it. record from wow. 2010. So Tuesday's night, um, that was his fourth consecutive victory. He's got a quarter of a million dollars already. The guy's doing he amazing. He should tell his face then. He should, he should tell his yeah. face. He's not He's not super um, excitable, but I do enjoy him. But yeah. His, his smile looks like uh, the one that uh, are on ISIS videos where it's like, I'm okay. Don't worry about yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be all right. Like yeah. that. It's like he's learning how to smile every night. But and how awkward is it? Like, it's not already the most awkward part of the show when Alex goes up to do the chit chat mm-hmm. before the second round mm-hmm. for him to try to pretend to have a conversation with a human. Yeah. Because the AI is not quite there yet. I mean, he's got the computer brain he's that has a, access to all the he's answers. He's a human. Well, is he though? No, this, Ish. this last episode, I saw a little bit of smoke coming no, from his back oh, during the conversation. Yeah, mm. I, I think his speech program still needs a little help. It's not wow. quite as natural as it wow. should sound. Yeah, and when he walks, I hear <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, like Robo needs to be oiled up. Oiled up, yeah. Yeah. Well, he is a professional sports gambler from Las Vegas. I've done a little bit of reading up on James because I I will admit I passed judgment on him the first night, and I thought that guy has bodies. Mm-hmm. Buried somewhere, right. and mm-hmm. you do get a sense of that sometimes. Something's off, um, but then found out he's done all sorts of shows where he's won pretty big, and he also he competes in bridge tournaments. Oh boy! Like when I think of gambling, bridge, bridge. is not really the game I think of. That's, Maybe that's where per- you find the suckers. That's his Could game be. in Vegas. That he's a professional. That's at? where he's made a lot of money. Huh. And even his wife was on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Like, this is just a family of uh, wicked smuts. When they find the bodies in the basement. Right? I I have a feeling. I have a feeling that he will be the winningest winner in all of Jeopardy. I think he'll make the most money and the most. Even if he doesn't beat Ken Jennings, I think, 74 game streak. I think he's going to make more money, more money in a smaller okay. amount of time. Yeah, because of the way he plays. He, yeah. I mean, he goes for it. He puts so much money up on the daily doubles. And yeah. He, oh, and he starts every category with the most expensive amount of money he can win. Yeah. Highest uh, highest return. I mean, the guy is playing a gam- using a gambler's brain here. Wow. That is a very savvy analysis right there. But Ken Jennings has turned his Jeopardy appearance into a career. You yeah, know, he I is mean, a speaker. He's a yeah. best-selling author. Mm-hmm. He's got you know puzzles in the paper. He does all sorts of stuff. James is going to have none of that. Uh, yeah, he's none of that. he's very engaging, and James doesn't seem to quite. He's going to release like a soap or some very boring <laughs> thing. <laughs> oh, soap. yeah, paint a paint a oh, white paint. You can just watch it dry. Also, <laughs> it would be beige uh, first of all. Yeah, it beige. would be. You're right. It's a good point. Also, today Charles Van Doren died. Which is a very Jeopardy-based kind. Or am I stealing your next no. story? No. Oh, uh, the, am I? You're no. stealing a story that no one cares about. It's, it's just that I feel like I killed him. Well, oh, what? yeah, that oh. is true. Yeah, but We off-air talked about the movie Quiz Show because obviously this Jeopardy guy is showing that kind mm-hmm. of, is he cheating feeling. Uh, Charles Van Dorn, who was uh, the, the center of the Quiz Show scandal back yeah. in the day, great movie by Robert Redford uh, made about him. Uh, we talked about him yesterday, and you asked if he was dead. Mm-hmm. He died. And I believe he, I also said, well, he will be soon. And then he, uh, he died yeah, yesterday. He died yeah. yesterday. He's played by Ray Fiennes in the mm-hmm. film. If you if you remember that, murder. Great, uh, great movie though. Great movie. Great Fatality. movie. Anyone it, else you want to kill off? Uh, it's the third one. I know. In it's starting to scare us. Yeah, in yeah. a month. And I that wish I, you hadn't spoken so much about Ralph Lawler. <laughs> oh man. Let's move on. Some birthdays for you: Haley Joel Osment, Mandy Moore, 
Charlie Hunnam, Daisy Ridley, Q-Tip, Marin Morris, David Harbour, and John Madden. Wow, man, Halloween's not in here yet. Wait till Halloween gets here. Do they have a game Halloween? No, no, Halloween comes in the middle of the week, I think, but the frost is starting to get on the pumpkin. Yes, it is. And some of it... I think some of them are. I don't know if they're dressing up in... Uh, Purple Pride, or if they're dressing up for Halloween, well, some of it, or a birthday party, maybe, is not going to freeze. Well, not around here. So well, that kind of going to. Not that kind of decoration. Who's? Well, it won't freeze today, but eventually everything's going to freeze here. <laughs> who's wow. His, who's his broadcast partner that was trying desperately to keep uh, up with that? Pat Summerall. Pat Summerall. Could just never tr- understand what John Madden was God talking about. bless him. Trying to uh, add no, to it, but it was going like, different directions. He's like a Hall of Famer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he is, yeah. As a coach and as a broadcaster. He uh, is still alive, by the way. He doesn't do the... Uh, he, he Until last season, I want to say, maybe the season before, he was still doing the Monday morning call into the radio station to talk about the uh, talk about the Raiders, even though it's not his team anymore. But he's re- completely retired now, as far as I know, and he and his wife are just crisscrossing the country in the van. Just eating? Just eat, and just eaten, mm-hmm. yeah. Pulled but happy pork. birthday, Coach. Yeah. Happy I'm birthday. glad you brought up that he's still alive since we're talking about his birthday. Well, I just think a lot of people may... Well, he's been gone off the you know the radar a long time. Ali, you want to wow. say you're, you're, that is a very savvy analysis <laughs> Do you right want to say you're he's, surprised no, he's, he's alive? Gonna, he's going to live for okay. a while. I just think it's cool that they made the video game and then he did get into football. Yeah. That's, that's so... Not, it's coincidental. <laughs> Listen, that's what's happening. <laughs> Thank you, Ellen. You drive home today. Listen to a commercial-free 5 p.m. hour. Random act of helpfulness. Me, SoCal helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin and Bean show. Get up on this with Jensen. We've got People Are Dumb. We have Cheers with Mugs. We have Dr. Drew on the show. And your wow. tickets to April Foolishness and Coachella, both tomorrow. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.